Welcome to Sex and Happiness with Lori Handlers. Amazing sex and intimacy are just around the corner. While Lori puts the finishing touches on her new book, Sex and Happiness Over 60, please enjoy this show. It's one of her favorites from the Sex and Happiness Archives. Today we're going to be talking about ejaculation choice. And my guest today is Booty Dana. And Booty is a facilitator for ISTA, International School of Temple Arts. So we work together, and, uh, and we have a great time together. We, we have a lot of love for each other. He's not an unknown guest to me. And uh, aside from that, he also does workshop on, workshops on sacred sexuality around the globe. He has worked in some very interesting places in Russia, He's worked, and in um, Turkey, he's worked. And so maybe we'll hear a little bit about that, because I, those are places I want to go, but I haven't been yet. He and I have been trying to get an ISTA into Russia for a long time. So anyway, he is a – oh, I forgot to say also he's one of the facilitators for our practitioner training, which is people who want to do sacred sexuality sessions with individuals. And he lives in – Tel Aviv, Israel. So, Budi, welcome to Sex and Happiness. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. And today yeah. I was this is straight connected to sex and happiness. It's amazing that we choose this topic. Yeah, yeah, totally. Well, you know, my, t- my show used to be called Tantra Cafe, and then I outgrew it, and I had to rename the whole thing Sex and Happiness because sex and happiness is a bigger subject than Tantra. In, in and of itself. So I renamed it and it, I've been rolling with it ever since for a long time, over 10 years. So, uh, so just let's yeah. go ahead. Well, we'll get to the main thing today. So we'll see how, how we, we, with sex, we increase our happiness really, really in, 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 in chemicals in our brain that create happiness. So this is very beautiful and we'll get there soon. Yes, absolutely. Well, first, let's talk about how did you find yourself as a sacred sexuality teacher? How, you know, what what were you on course to be when you were growing up and how did that change? When I grew up, since I was very young, I know that I'm going to be a spiritual teacher, that I work with spirituality, that I work with, with people, that I will guide them in the way. I know it since I was like four and a half. I, I saw it and I saw my journey. And I prepare myself during all the week, all the years. I, I walk and prepare myself, learn a lot, a lot, and self-initiate myself for many, many years. When I was about 17, I met first time Tantra through Osho. And I fall in love with Tantra. And I flew straight after the, the army. Like when I was 20, I, I go to Pune. I spend there around five years. I go there as a, as a child, like 20 years old, and I come back with a wife and a child five years after. I learned a lot in Pune, and I continue to learn a lot in Israel and all over the world and prepare myself, again, just prepare myself and get a lot of knowledge, exercise, experience in the tantric world. I, I gather a lot of information, and when I was about 34, I got cancelled. I had a cancer which paralyzed my voice. I could not talk for no. about eight years. Yes. Wow. Yes, I, so I had a cancer. Yeah. 
and I could not talk for a long time, and the doctor say, sorry, your nerves, the, the vocal nerves is, is done, and you will not talk forever. Uh, you can do an operation if you want, but it will never be the same. And I believe them, and I book an operation, and four days before the operation, my voice come back by himself. <laughs> and I was trying to cancel this operation, and in the day that I... My voice come back, I start to record meditation, and I know this is the time for me to spread everything to to start to talk to bring everything that I gather for the for many years and to start to spread it and teach so this is was was my time to start teaching well that's amazing that's an amazing story like you I didn't know all that I don't know why I didn't know all that that you went to Pune and you were there for five years um I, I had I just didn't know that but I think I knew about the cancer story but as you're saying it to me right now it's shocking it's like an amazing that your voice just spontaneously came back yeah amazing, amazing. really amazing so you started making meditation like CDs and stuff yes to record to spread to just to teach the message of the cancer and Which was very beautiful for me the cancer itself the period of the cancer was very beautiful I because I practiced tantra for many years I know I knew that I'm surrendering immediately and I'm not going to fight him and I'm not going to resist because everything that will resist will get hit right so I, I lower my ego I lower myself and I invite him in I told him welcome you are a gift for me and I really bow down to the cancer and And it just passed and gave me a lot of gift without hurting me at all. Really, it passed and, and lived after him a very clean way for me to grow. That's a, that, that in itself, we could do the whole show on that. Yeah, on, on surrendering to whatever happens, even if it's cancer. Did you take medications and stuff like that, or you just didn't? I, so I did chemo. I uh-huh. totally did. Uh, I surrendered to everything. I did chemo. I get licensed for marijuana, which is also helping. I did a lot of spiritual work. And, and everything together, like I saw it, uh, they are combining each other. They are uh, completing each other. Yes, the yeah. Mental, the spirituality, everything complete. And it really passed easily. In the end, I, I, I look back and I say, hmm, it was like a long flu. Like <laughs> yeah, I was just thinking that in today's here we go in today's day of coronavirus, yeah um, possibly surrendering rather than fighting like just like surrendering and just taking care of yourself, taking care of yourself during this outbreak if you, if you or I were to contract it, um, the idea is to build ourselves now. You know to build our immune system now before and before we're affected by anything like this, so mm-hmm. it's interesting it's interesting what you say uh, yeah. so you knew so your parents weren't surprised or anything by you by this this is what your vocation is no, I talked about it since I was, since I was a child mm. yeah very, very great, and you didn't become a rabbi though no i so <laughs> i hate, I hate you know. <laughs> No, I knew that it's not my way. I knew that I'm going to be a force that will challenge that. Got it. I completely get it completely. Yeah. So um, 
Okay, so you started doing these these uh, tapings and you started spreading the word, and then you focused in on tantra. Yeah, in tantra, and this is the time that I met Ista. Right after my cancer, Ista came for the first time to Israel uh, through Ohad, my uh-huh. friend and teacher, Ohad Ezrahi. So I bring it first to Israel. I went to the course. And when I finished this course, because I did many courses, especially in Pune, I did many courses in my life. I know that after the course, there is like one or two months that everyone is together and it's feeling very good and everyone like leaving the course, but then it's dropping down. And when I did Easter for the first time, I say to myself, this is not going to vanish. I'm going to put it and to anchor it here in the land. So I opened the community right after my Easter. I did level one, level two together. Mm-hmm. Right after Easter, I just initiate the community in Israel, which today it's about between 700 to 1,000. I didn't check lately, but we are growing all the time. So we are about 700 to 1,000 people that already did Easter and have a beautiful community life and creating a lot and changing the, the, the map in Israel. Like when there, is a, when there was a crisis, uh, in Israel about sexuality and, and few kids uh, get raped in the same week. So mm-hmm. all the community created a lot, a lot, a lot of lecture. We did like 200 lect- lecture in one day, spreading the word in Israel, teaching about consent, teaching about boundaries, teaching a lot of things that people don't have idea, don't have the clue that we teach in Israel. And for us, it's like a common knowledge. Yeah. We're just spreading the world. We're doing a lot of festivals. We're doing a lot of workshops. And we're raising the frequency in Israel. This group of 1,000 people affect a lot of other people in a lot of other circles now in Israel. So, Budi, what is it? I mean, of course, I know what it is. But what is it? Like, let's let people know. What does it mean to choose ejaculation or not ejaculation? And why would somebody even consider that? Yeah. So let's start with the, with the general knowledge about uh, today medicine or today science. We say that most of the men in the world, like generally, I'm not specific talking about you or you or you, but generally, mm-hmm. men is ejaculating in intercourse between three to five minutes from the beginning of the intercourse. Now, when we do that, we're losing something very pressure with the feminine sexuality. We know that women need much longer time uh, to warm up, to go to a deeper orgasm. And if we are coming as men and we ejaculate very quick, like between five to ten minutes, three to five minutes, and maybe you're specific holding for 15 minutes or 20 minutes, but still we want to teach you to ejaculate when both of you want and know just when it's happening. So we want to give you a choice in the right time when both of you are ready then you can ejaculate. So the word or the, the term ejaculation choice is really appropriate here because we want to give you a free choice and not to be to do it according to, to the instinct of your body. More awareness into the process. All right. So more awareness into the process and you're making a case for Women wanting men to last longer. That's great. I applaud that. <laughs> but what, what is the process? What takes place? How can, how can men stop themselves? What I look at it like if men ejaculate within five minutes, 
then if they look back on their life as they get older and they think of how much time they've spent in orgasm, how much time they've spent in pleasure, it's very small. So th- this is like a pleasure expansion that you're talking about. Exactly. I'm not going there yet. I want to say a f- oh. uh, few more things about it before we go into the how. Especially okay. I want to say that I want to, to uh, put, your, put our attention on what happened in our brain when we ejaculate. Okay. There are three main factors, three main players there. There is dopamine, oxytocin, and prolactin. There are three hormones that play this game in our brain. And before the ejaculation in the, in the foreplay, so, so uh, oxytocin and dopamine are rising very high. And both of these hormones are the hormones that make us feel happy and make us feel good, make mm-hmm. us feel in love, make us feel that we want connection, we want touch, we want to be in hu- with hugs, we want to be in body connection. And it's very important. And for both of us, men and women, they are both rising up before the ejaculation itself. Now, in the moment of the ejaculation, a new hormone coming to the picture, which is called prolactin. And when he releases in the brain, he releases in between 300 to 400 times more the dopamine and oxytocin. And he's like watching the brain and catching the space in the brain, in the, in the synapses, catching the, the, the space and don't let the dopamine and oxytocin to catch in the brain. Now, when oxytocin is falling down, uh, when it is lower, low in the brain, mm-hmm. we want to separate, we don't want the, the connection anymore. We want to separate, we want to move, we want space from, the, from our woman, which cause almost immediately to feeling in the woman of abandonment. Because yeah. two months ago, you just want to hug me, fuck me, love me, touch me, and now you don't <laughs> touch me. Like, this is big, big, big wound for feminine, especially if we look for it, look at it at many years in a long relationship, again and again, every night, you warm me up, you're touching me, you're loving me, you're kissing me, you ejaculate and hop, disappear. And how about <laughs> me? Again and again, for many years like that. And then for the feminine, sex become something like a burden, something that need to do, but it's not satisfied like yes. usually. Yeah, and I'm talking about mostly about marriage, married uh, people, married couple, and not about, uh, okay, I find someone today in the club and I fuck her. No, I'm talking about the long-term relationship. It's, it's happening. Yeah, there, it's, you. yeah, you're talking about people who are enduring couples who have maybe a monogamous relationship, who are together forever, you know, and then, and over time, what happens, how the how part of the relationship gets worn away by this, uh, by prolactin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, got yes. it. But so one of the things is because we don't want to create this abandonment in the woman. Another thing is when we ejaculate, usually we lose our erection. It depends on your age. On your age. Sometimes it will be for... Uh, few hours, depending on your age, sometimes it can take a few days until your erection will come back. Yes. And, and in this time, you usually will be less attracted to your woman and, and give her less energy. And in long-term relationship, we really want to maintain that. Maintain 
good direction, good uh, attraction, be horny on each other. This is the fuel of the relationship, one of them at least. Yeah. So, yeah, so let's go into practice, what to do, how to do. Okay, so wait a second, because I want to know, um, when you speak to men about this, like I'm just asking you this because I have spoken to men about this, And when I speak to men about this, sometimes they look at me like I, like I'm, I have a third eye coming out of my head or extra ears or, or arms. When I'm talking to non-Tantra men about this, um, they get sort of weird with me, like, so what? So like, what's, do you have, do you, do you get any kind of uh, pushback from men? What is pushback? Sorry. pushback um you know do you get any flack do you catch any um resistance that's what i wanted to say yes yeah. people don't yes of course people ask me why do i need it now why should i start to practice these things i'm happy with what i have and yes you're happy with what you have but you have something very small and limited usually when we ejaculate a lot so the sex and the time of penetration are very very short yeah the time of of pleasure is very short You're losing your erection. You're losing your uh, desire and the willing to be close. It's hurting your uh, creativity. And if we ejaculate a lot, like I know there is many, especially young men, that can ejaculate six, seven times a day. So you get frustration and you get sad and you get depression because your dopamine levels are crashing down. And right. dopamine makes us feel good. And if your dopamine is on the floor, you will not feel good for days upon days. And it also sometimes is also associated with porn addiction. Yes, exactly. Which makes you crazy anyway, and then it makes, it makes your life uh, topsy-turvy. So we don't have to go into that. I've covered that in other shows, but I just wanted to bring it in. When young men are ejaculating seven times a day, that has to do with porn addiction. Exactly. Often. All right, so how to? How do, how do they do it? What should they do? First of all, we need to understand that orgasm and ejaculation are two separate mechanisms. Mm-hmm. Put it in your, in your mind. Maybe you don't believe me, because usually the orgasm and the ejaculation coming together. Most of us know that the, the, these two mechanisms are happening in the same time. This is what we know, this is what we see in our body. But actually, there are two. I'll give you an example. Sometimes, men that listen to us, sometimes maybe you experience that you saw the semen go out, But you didn't have orgasm. Like a little bit of semen or more than a little bit go out of your lingam, of your penis, and you didn't experience the, the orgasm. And you can bring yourself again to orgasm in, in a few seconds after. This is because, again, this is two different mechanisms. When they happen in the same time, we connect them and think that this is one. So as we can take out or ejaculate without orgasm, we can orgasm without ejaculating. So let's talk about how we do that. Yeah, that's a great thing to, to share with people, that you can orgasm without ejaculating. How do they do that? Exactly. So I want to present for you a model, a model about how to preserve and cultivate your energy. So the model starts with feeling. You need to feel, let's, let's imagine a scale from 0 to 100. 100 is the ejaculation. 90 is the point of no return, which means if you go there, ejaculation will happen, you want it or you don't want it. And from 0 to 80, 
I want you to feel where you are. I want you to practice. You can masturbate, self-pleasure, you can touch yourself and see, learn your arousal scale. See that you start with zero and slowly, slowly you come to 20%, 30%, 40%, 60%, 70%. When you get to 80%, it doesn't matter if you masturbate, self-pleasure, or you're doing with your uh, girl, woman. So when you get to 80%, I want you to stop. So the first thing in model, in this model is feeling to know where I am in my personal scale. The second is stopping. When I'm getting to my 80%, I'm stopping. I'm not continuing not to self-pleasure, not to masturbate, not to move inside of her. I'm just stopping. Now, most of the people know that, these two. The problem with these two is if you stop here, most of the men will get blue balls. So the next thing in the model is moving the energy. If you will not move the energy, you cannot continue this for a long time. Right. You have to move the energy in your body. And soon we'll talk about exercise, how, how to move. But now I'm just explaining the model. So the first thing in the model was sensing or feeling. The second one was stopping. The third one, moving the energy. And then what we're getting, we get transformatia, transformation. When we're moving the energy, sexual energy, which is, it's a life force energy, it's creative energy. This is the energy that creates life. So when we move it in our body, transformation starts to happen. We are cultivating this energy and we cultivate it ourselves as men and we're growing up, growing up spiritually, mentally, emotionally. We just grow up with this energy. Like we're feeding ourselves with very, very good and healthy energy, which usually we just throw it. Well, every time that we ejaculate, we just throw it out to the garbage, to the toilet paper, to the socks, whatever. So instead, of, <laughs> so instead of it, we're keeping this very precious energy and transform ourselves and cultivate ourselves as men. Hmm. Okay, I got it. I used to, by the way, I just want to say in class, men used to tell me that in order to not ejaculate so fast, they used to think about the Super Bowl or the World Series. They used to think about athletic games. And I I didn't, I mean, I wouldn't even want to be with a man who's thinking about something else. Exactly. We want you here and now. So the the question is, how you stay focused here and now, yeah, but still not putting your mind, because one of the factors is what what is running in our mind. Like if a fantasy running in my mind, I will ejaculate much quicker than if my mind will be relaxed or not thinking about it. So Super Bowl is exactly the opposite. Yes, I'm thinking about something really, really not arousing, but then I'm not present. Right. Not in the moment. So how can we be present and still not ejaculate quick? So let's talk about it. This is very important. And now we're getting to the exercise. What to do. Okay, good. Yeah. Okay. Let them know what to do. You know, I just want to tell you that about 60% of my listeners are women. So they're going to have to share this with men in their life. Please, please bring the men to listen to the show. It's so important for them. That's right. If if you need, you can contact me straight, but please let them listen to this show. Men, it's so important for you, please. So, and also women, it will give you much, much, much more satisfaction in your sex if your men will learn it. That's true. I can attest to that. So so how do they do it? Yeah, I want to see how you have them do it. So, by the way, women, it's part of your job also. You need to know what I'm teaching now, and you need to help him because it's a, it's a, 
Uh, I forgot the word, but it's, to, it's together. He cannot do it by himself. If you will try to push him over the edge and make him ejaculate, he will ejaculate. We right. need you on board with us. That's right. That's right. Absolutely true. Good. All right. So we did some enrollment for the women. Women, especially women who don't know about this, it's really important. And you'll have so much more satisfaction wow. and pleasure if the man that you're with learns this. Yes. Cool. So let's start. Mm-hmm. The first basic things that I want to teach men is to breathe. Breathing, when we get to around 70 to 80% in our scale that we talked before, mm-hmm. okay, there, I want you to start to breathe in a specific way that I will teach you now. Now, breath helps you to stay focused here and now. You're still here with your woman, but you also keep track on your breath. Now, this is a very simple pranayama coming from the yoga, not something uh, fancy, but it's helping very much. And this will be the first thing that we learned today. Let's see how much exercise we can get. So the first thing is called breath 5575. I'll explain it, but just remember the numbers 5575. Okay. So it goes like that. You inhale for five. You inhale or from your mouth or from your nose, whatever is comfortable for you. I prefer mouth, but if you're comfortable from the nose, breathe from your nose. So inhale for five and then stop for five. If you need to count, if you can hear your heartbeat, you can count five heartbeats. If you don't, just count in your head or in your fingers. So inhale five, stop for five, exhale for seven, Pause for five, hold for five, and then inhale five. And do it again and again and again. Do it for a few minutes. What will happen when we're walking like that with the, with conscious uh, breath? We, we controlling our diaphragm and she's moving the energy up from our lingam, from our penis, from our balls, up to our body with the breath the energy will start to move. Now, it doesn't matter if you believe in energy, if you don't believe, if you feel energy, you don't feel energy, it's working. So just breathe this kind of breath, like I told you, five, five, seven, five. Breathe like that and feel how everything is relaxed and you can continue much more long when you're doing that. She can ride on you, she can be very, very hot and jumping and you keeping your breath. Look into her eyes, be with her, you're fully here and now, and you are with your breath also. So this is the first thing to do. That's Next pretty thing. awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. I teach Thanks. it a little different way, so I'm learning from you. I'm learning some. I'm yeah, learning and there's so many different ways to do that. Right. This is the, the Bible from Sinai or from God. This is one way to do it, and there is many, many ways to do that. <laughs> All right, good. So that's part one. like that. Okay. Repeat. If you can do that now when you're listening to our program, so do a pause. Do three circles like this. Three circle of five five seven five again. Five five seven five 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 seven five. Only three circle. Just feel what happening to your breath, to your, to your breath, your energy. And then come back to us and we'll continue to teach you more practices. So the next thing we're going to learn is squeezing the PC muscle, the pelvic muscle, squeezing while inhaling when we're doing that. 
So I'm teaching that in two ways. One, it's before and after sex, like, uh, like going to the gym. Like you need to practice this so you'll have more control in your muscle. This is one. Second is during sex. While you are inside of her, you're doing the same things. But usually you need to practice a little bit before so you'll have the knowledge and, and the feeling of that kind of muscle. So let's talk before and after sex. After we'll talk about insects. So before and after, I want to give you 50 squeeze in the morning, 50 squeeze in the evening. It is not taking more than two and a half, three minutes. Right. The 50 squeeze going like that. We're doing 10 short squeeze, 10 longer. Soon, soon I'll show you and I'll guide you how short and, and long, but 10 short, 10 medium, 10 long, and 20 short. So it's 10, 10, 10, 20. So imagine, because you don't see me, imagine that I'm squeezing my hand. Squeezing my hand is like squeezing my balls, like pulling my balls inside to my body, like I want to stop peeing. Mm -hmm. I'm pulling my balls in, I'm closing my PC muscle, and in the same time I'm inhaling. <sighs> Inhale. I'm holding it for a second, like <sighs> relax, <sighs> relax. <sighs> Relax. Like this 10 times. This will be the 10 short. And then I'm doing 10 longer. I'm holding it for about 5 seconds. And relax. Again, inhale. And relax. Again, inhale. And relax. 10 times like that. Now we're moving to the long one. Long one, we're holding the breath and the squeeze for about 10 to 20 seconds, see how much you can. If you're just beginning with that, 10 seconds is a lot. If you are advanced, 20 seconds, you can even go more than that. So it will be inhale. Holding, 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 holding. It's a long inhale. inhale. Holding, holding, holding. And release. And again, inhale for 10 seconds. And hold, 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 hold and release 10 times like that and in the end we're coming back to 20 short <laughs> totally we just did 50 it didn't take us more than two and a half three minutes so i want 50 in the morning 50 in the mo in the evening and think about it like a gym you can do it when you're driving you can do it when you're sitting and walking you can do it in the bus you can do it in your car i do it on my bike you just do it just do it and work with this muscle. Learn to control them. Learn to squeeze them. And when you're doing that, you will start to notice slowly, slowly in more uh, gentle uh, muscle inside of them. And then you can squeeze only your perineum or only your anus or only your balls. You will learn how to move this muscle inside. So it's very mm. important. It's great, Rudy. Really great stuff. Thank you. Yeah. So this is this is when we are, this is before and after sex. Now let's go into sex. Okay? okay I'm, inside, I'm inside of her. I'm inside my, my beloved body. And I'm coming closer to my 70 or 80%. And remember, 80% is your border. It's your line. You are not crossing that. If you go above 80, you'll get to the point of no return and hop, done. Finish. You'll ejaculate. So... I'm coming closer to my 80, which means 70, 75. I'm feeling that. 
I'm already breathing this 5575-5575. Now I'm doing this squeezing, like I told you, but you need to do only 10 squeezing. 10 short squeeze while you are inhaling. Now I want you to understand or imagine for a second, when you are squeezing your muscles, between the muscles and in the pelvic, there is the, the semen tube. When you're squeezing, you're just, you're like locking them with your muscle. And when you are inhale, you're pulling energy back. You're pulling also the semen itself back. Like something is locking him and you're pulling him back. So, so you're pulling it back yeah. into yourself. Inside, exactly. Yeah, you're inhale, not putting it into you're... her. You're pulling it back into yourself. Yeah. Okay. Yes. So when we're doing that, the, the, the willing of the body, the, the body instinct to throw the energy out is stopping slowly. Now, I find out that when we're doing that, about five times, the body say, okay, I got you. We're not going to ejaculate now. And the body is relaxed. And then mm. you can continue. So what you need to do is you need to pass five ways, waves, wave, okay? five ways of the body want to ejaculate and you pulling the energy back. After four to five times like this, your body will give you now half hour, one hour of no ejaculation that you don't need to think about it even. So remember five waves like that, that you're breathing, that you're squeezing and you're inhaling. So I'm inviting you really to go and try this today, tonight, tomorrow, go to try this. And see how it is. If you have question, if you need more uh, more guidance on that, so please communicate with us, with Lori and me, and we will we will guide you more uh, for yourself. But the idea is ten breath, ten squeeze with breath, and you're putting the energy back. You're changing the way of the energy. The energy usually want to go out, and you're changing the direction. It's like changing a direction of a river. It's not an easy task. But it's possible. It's great stuff, Pudi. Let me ask you a couple questions, all right? Yeah. Um, so one, uh, this is just my personal question. It's not, I have like some more universal questions. But my personal question is, do you also have people take a sniff? Do you do any, like I always teach it with a sniff. Like after they do the, like oh, they get to one wave and when they're doing the inhaling, I have them go... Like yes. a quick, like a quick sniff to fool the diaphragm into into really relaxing. Yes, it's beautiful. I'm using it in other exercises. We have many exercises for this. Yes, <laughs> I'm teaching you one of my basics. I know other people have different basics, so I'm teaching you a few of my basics. But yes, yeah. I'm teaching sniff also with mm-hmm. more, advanced, uh, uh, okay. more advanced practices. Yes, of course. Okay. Now, for more universal question. Um, so in the years that I've been teaching Tantra and in the years that you've been teaching Tantra, like I first thought, how do I want to say this? I first thought it was really men should not ejaculate. I first thought like men should not ejaculate as much as they do. And I know in some Tantric circles, like it was thought that men shouldn't ejaculate at all. Now, with the studies that I've read having to do with um, with prostate cancer and penile cancer, I've seen studies where it said that men, if they ejaculate more, they have less incidence of cancer in the penis. And um, I don't know how you feel about that. 
I feel like men should ejaculate some of the time, just not as fast as, yeah. you know, as, as biology would want them to, like, thinking that there's a saber-toothed tiger threatening you, you have to, like, copulate very quickly and get that semen into the woman and try to get another one of the species. Like, we don't have to do that. So I wonder about ejaculation at all. I think men should ejaculate, but not to the extent, you know, what you said seven times a day when they're super young or whatever. Yes. So I think moderation is the word or balance is the word. So according also to your age, as as young as you are, you can ejaculate more, you have more power. and But as you go older, I know on myself that, if I ejaculate every day, it doesn't matter if it's from self-pleasure or from making love with my woman, if I ejaculate every day, my level of energy is going down. And I need my energy to create things. Mm-hmm. I need my energy to, to love my woman. I need energy to, to be very creative. So I, I know about this research about cancer. Yeah. I know that they are really new, like it's from the last really a couple of months or, or a year about something like that. Yeah, something about the last year. Yep. So for me, I'm still practicing that. Uh, and as one that, that already passed cancer, so cancer is not a threatening word for me. Right, it's uh, not scary to you. Yeah. And, and I really need my energy. So I'm I'm choosing when I do and when I don't, when I ejaculate and when I not. The That's idea is, is give you a choice. Don't go with your habit because you don't know something else. Have a choice. Yeah, Very and, good. and also the consequences when you ejaculate. So at least for a few hours or a day, your erection or your passion will be less for your woman. Know the know the cost of that. Yeah, that's so, it's so great to talk about the cost and the consequence of that. It it's really, you know, it's not something. It's not a conversation that we were having when we were growing up. Nobody mm-hmm. told us this. This, this is, sex isn't even spoken about, and, and men don't talk about it with each other. So mm-hmm. this is a beautiful conversation that you are having with men and you are having with women. It's very, very important. All right, yeah, anything? But, go ahead. I want to share with men now, what is the gift that they will receive when they are doing these practices? So first of all, you, you start to regain self-control because usually... Ejaculation is something that we, first, we are not controlling that. And it's managing us, especially if you have addiction to that. So when you start to practice choice or ejaculate a choice, so you start to gain self-control. You start to gain more self, uh, self, self-esteem. self Your self-esteem yeah. is going up. And presence. And, and presence. Of course, because it's a meditation and pranayama and breathing. Of course, this is a lot of presence into the into the moment. You 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 start to to uh, attract and to magnet more people, more experience, more women to you when you are not ejaculate because this force is inside of you and it's really magnet. Your physical strength strength is growing. Your mental strength is growing. This is so connected, like ejaculation. I, I will say something extreme, but a lot of ejaculation make you stupid. And <laughs> yes, yes, I know. And I want to quote, I want to quote two people that I really like. One is David Data that say, 
orgasm feel good, feel amazing for a few seconds, but the price that you pay for the sneezing of your genitals during ejaculation, this is the price of mediocrity in your life. Very good. Very, very good. What else? What's, what's the other word? Napoleon Hill from Think and Get Rich say, uh-huh. you harness the sexual energy and you transform it to an action, she can bring that man to, a, to be a genius. Yes. And exactly the opposite. When you, when you lose your sexual energy, when you throw it all the time, so you become stupid. Sorry. But yeah. Wonderful. Thank you so much, Booty. One other, it's another personal thing I'm throwing in here. I, when I give men this assignment, I usually ask them to not ejaculate for 21 days. Exactly, 21 days. Yeah, because that's, in NLP, that's what they say it takes to make a new habit. So if you're breaking an old habit, to start the new habit, I usually assign this to men for 21 days. And, um, you know, they look at me like cross-eyed, like, are you kidding me? And I go, no, this is what, it's, this is what to do. And I to, uh, yes, sorry. I always say to them, if you make it through 21 days, you're going to kiss my feet. (laughs) (laughs) So So I I have a a real science about that, real science. And I'm taking people like a few weeks ago, two, three weeks ago, I take 100 people, 120 people, men and women together, a Facebook group. And I took them to 21 days, no ejaculation. And like with real science, which say that after seven days, your serotonin in the brain start to change and your dopamine levels start to rise. After 10 days, you start to feel much more happy. After 14 days, your level of dopamine excitation are very, very, very high. And from day 17, you re, how to say, re, re something. Rejuvenate. Rejuvenate or bring your brain to the, period in time when you were 10, 11, 12, before you start to ejaculate and before all these hormonalic uh, things start to change in your brain and you bring yourself to that point and you get some kind of innocent, like a child, you get your thought is clearer, everything is much more pure, clear, vital Mm. when you get to day 17 until 21. And there is really, really science behind it. So 21 days is not only because habit, is because the chemical in the brain take the, take time to get balanced. And it takes really 70 days for them to get again after you ejaculate, which means all of us men, which ejaculate since our puberty few times a week, all of us is, is in a deficit for decades. Decades right. and decades we are in deficit in, of dopamine and excitation in our brain. That's so good, Booty. Thank you so much for saying all that stuff and, and, and the science behind it. It's really, really fact. So good. What was something that you wanted to say to women about this or something that's a, that's a, uh, a corollary for women, something that's equal for women too? Yeah. So my dear beloved woman listeners, I'm happy to talk with you now directly. It, uh, clitoris orgasm is almost the same like ejaculation. Every orgasm that is squeezing the muscle, doing the same thing in the brain with the dopamine and excitation. So we, most of the, most of us know how to ejaculate or how to have clitoris orgasm. Um, But there are four more nerves, or totally there are four nerves that we can ejaculate on them. 
One of them is the nerve that connect straight to the clitoris and going to the main uh, crown, to the main uh, head of the penis. But we have more, uh, more nerves that we can have other diff- different other orgasm. Mm-hmm. The vagus nerve, for example, and there's three more that uh, my English is not the best now to remember them in English, I know they're in Hebrew, but we have four more nerves and we can experience different and deeper orgasm than this one, what we know from the clitoris. So I want to, to invite you women also, take, for, take a challenge, you and your men, or if you do it alone, go for 21 days without clitoris orgasm, Okay. and start to look for other area of arousal in your body, which is the G-spot, which is the A-spot, which is your cervix, which is your anus, which is something more energetically, energetically orgasm, your nipples, your ears, your all the body. You can find many ways to orgasm, which are not from the clitoris, which is squeezing, 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 relaxing, and going to sleep. We want something that will energize us, that will that will left us after with a lot of energy instead of draining us out. Right. So the clitoris orgasm is equal to the ejaculation, or almost equal to the ejaculation. Okay, that's good. That's interesting advice. I also um, I recommend instead of squeezing, pushing. Like mm-hmm. I like to. I like that was a whole new concept to me when I learned to push out instead of to squeeze in, <laughs> you know? And also, I just, I will also add making sound. Yes. Like, a lot of women who come to me say, you know, like, I'm pre-orgasmic. I, I, I can't have an orgasm. And I say, well, you're probably not breathing. And if you're not breathing, you're not, no oxygen is getting to your nerves. No oxygen is getting to your brain. And so making sound is what helped me relax. And and when I'm making sound, like I know I'm breathing because the exhale is the sound. So I just add that in there. It's great stuff, Booty. Thank yeah. you. I mean, we work in ISTA together, so we teach a different curriculum than this. Yeah. So it's, it's really nice to hear you and your power um, speaking about some very basic, basic tantric skills to people and having them, you know, be able to get it and understand you just from being on a show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So how do so do you so obviously you're doing coaching on Facebook. What's the, can yeah, do coaching on Facebook on Zoom on whatever uh, media necessary? You can find me Budi Dana B U D D H I Dana D A N A in Facebook. Contact me, uh, send me a private message, and we can work together. And I can help you, coach you, put you on one of the groups or challenge of twenty one days support you with the knowledge, support you as a coach, and bring you to another level of your sexuality. People give me a lot, a lot of uh, credit and thank you for the, for the uh, making their erection stronger, making their sex longer and happy, bring them to multi-orgasm. So please, there is so much gift in Tantra, so much gift in these practices. Come and take it. It's yours. It's free. You don't need anything from outside. Don't live your life without it. <laughs> beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Thank you, Booty. Thank you so much. Thank you, honey. For Thank being my guest today. Me. I miss you. I'm sorry I'm I not as good. 
but we will see each other again soon. Everybody, I hope you enjoyed this show. Um, please tune in next time. We'll have another amazing, amazing guest. You found out how to contact Booty, B-U-D-D-H-I-D-A-N-A on Facebook. Get connected, get plugged in, and get yourself into a higher state with your sexual energy. It's wonderful. Mm-hmm.